Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another Industry Insider podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden. Uh, we are now in the 2019 season. This is podcast number three overall for the year. We are aiming for 100 total podcasts this season. Uh, we're off to a good start so far. Uh, today, my guest from the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando, TJ Halsma. It is the Industry Insider, episode number 16. And if you're listening to EKN Radio, thank you so much. Whether you're tuned in to the EKN Radio Network app that you've downloaded uh, through iTunes or Google Play for your mobile device, or maybe you're just uh, swiping up off our Instagram feed, or you're actually at ecardingnews.com slash radio. We do appreciate it. Of course, you could be listening as well in podcast form. The All our shows here on EKN Radio come first on the network, our 24-7 streaming uh, carding network. Then we put them on the podcast. You could be listening through, of course, uh, iTunes, Google, as we said. We're going to get up on, on Spotify as well, Podbean, our primary source where we post all of our podcasts. So again, thank you so much. Uh, Happy New Year to each and every one of you. We're getting ready to go because this is kind of cool for me. I, one of the things that I like about the sport, let's say not so much about the sport, but where we are right now, is there's a lot of cool news coming out. It's not all about, hey, this is what's been going on for years and years. We're getting new events. Just a couple of years ago, of course, USAC Karting firing up uh, the Battle of the Brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. They bring back the Elkhart Grand Prix that was such an amazing street race that kind of helped elevate karting to another level back in the, uh, the 80s. Uh, had a chance to interview Terry Trader last year here on the EKN Radio Network when he brought back the Quincy Grand Prix. The park race that was uh, 30 years of history and legendary, iconic event in our sport. We hear about brand new racetracks coming built, like Speed Sports Racing Park last year, Alan Rudolph's program down in Houston. Anytime I get something new like this, it kind of gives me you know, goosebumps a bit because it feels like, to me, the sport is growing and just developing those kind of iconic events. 24-hour races are something that have happened, of course, in karting you know, since the very beginning. One of the big ones, of course, the big Grania 500 event, the, the endurance event in Brazil that people talk about. But that's why we've got TJ Halsman with us here today. A brand new event being held. It's going to be held at the uh, Orlando Karting Center, March 29th, 30, 31, a 24-hour race. Uh, TJ, the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. First off, let's begin by welcoming you to the EKN Radio Network. First time we've had you here, but man... I know a lot of work goes behind the scenes in an event like this, but you got to be pretty tickled that uh, so far out of the box, things looking really good. Yeah, I uh, really appreciate you guys uh, having me on to talk about the event. Um, if you told me eight months ago uh, we would be where we are right now with the event uh, just around the corner, um, I would you know laugh at you and, and say <laughs> the event actually didn't happen at all. We've had to cancel right. it because there's no one showing up. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, great response from the industry um, and people wanting to come out and race and lots of people asking questions and hit me up on Facebook. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, I've been on this side of it before, um, but this time doing it without a support staff with it. Uh, it's a lot of late nights uh, calling people and doing emails and, and figuring out the logistics of how this is all going to work. Communication is obviously very, very important. TJ, let's uh, let's set the groundwork first. Let's do a little origin story like we like to do here on the EKN Radio Network with our guests. Talk a little bit about who you are. I think that, you know, obviously you're not a name that we hear the national racing scene a lot because you're a little bit more behind the scenes, but you have a ton of experience. Let, uh, 
let the EK and listenership know a little bit about uh, who TJ Halsma is. Anyway, what do you do? Yeah, so uh, currently I'm the MyLapse uh, sales specialist for the uh, East Coast of the U.S. Um, but before that, I grew up in a racing household. Uh, my dad raced, my brother raced. Um, you know, I you know when I raced, I raced carts. Um, I did the Red Bull driver search back in like 2004. Um, and then went on legends cars and did other, other types of motorsports activities. Um, I was the ops, ops manager at Atlanta Motorsports Park when the kart track was still dirt. Um, if you haven't been there, I highly recommend, uh, going to drive that kart track because it is one of the most insane experiences you'll ever have in a go-kart. That's uh, a bucket list for us, for sure. We want to oh, get yeah. down there. <laughs> that is, it's a, it's a great, great facility. Jeremy does a great job out there at the track, um, making sure that place is spotless. Um, from there, uh, I became the ops manager and uh, race director for a, a little company called Endurance Karting, yeah. um, which is famous for their 24 Hours of America uh, karting event with their uh, Dino, uh, basically rental carts. Um, and uh, then I took some time off, ran a trampoline park for a couple couple of years. Uh, you know, had to pay bills. Diversify your diversify your experience a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, learn a bit about uh, risk management and risk averse yeah. uh, uh, management styles. So, uh, but yeah, now I'm back in my laps and uh, living the dream. Get to go travel all over the United States. Uh, get to interact with great people, great drivers. Hear all their stories. Um, really, kind of get out there and uh, and be a part of the events as much as I possibly can be with this with my role. You know, I don't think the request for an origin story has played more of a role. This is fantastic. Obviously, you have so much experience in what you've done, being an ops manager at, at racetracks. Uh, of course, uh, being part of endurance karting, I'd referenced that earlier, that we have had 24-hour races here, the, the 24 Hours of America. And you mentioned the Dino chassis. That kind of brought a smile to my face because in my early years of karting, my third year, I actually raced a Dino uh, in four-cycle racing. It was uh, it was an inboard the the car the chassis was initially designed for an inboard two cycle engine like a Formula A engine, <laughs> but the guy was bringing it over. We were running uh, inboard Hondas at that point up in Canada, and man, that thing was the best thing I'd ever driven. It was an absolute badass. It was a Dino. That's really cool. But yeah, you obviously have a lot of experience mm-hmm. that uh, it, that sets you up um, ideally to be the essentially the promoter and the and the quarterback uh, for this event through my laps. So we're not, we're gonna have to, not going to have to worry about timing and scoring, which is nice. Right, right. Uh, but you've had the experience putting an event on like this before. So this one's a bit different though. And that's, I'm, I'm going to kind of open the door and kind of give you the, the mic again, because you know, this isn't, this isn't one of those four higher rental card events. It's not a endurance carding deal from, from that company where you're running the, the Dino carts. This is a full on competition cart uh, event uh, essentially four cycle Briggs, the, the, the 206 power plant. Talk a bit about how you've rolled it out in terms of what you can bring, like talk about the entry, what you get with mm-hmm. it, how much it costs, but then, you know, talk about what carts are going to be driving here uh, at this event. Yeah. So, you know, like you mentioned, the, the endurance carting program for the most part is a, you know, a concession Dino chassis. Uh, we call them battle tanks. Um, <laughs> You know, last year they diversified, started bringing the 206 program in, and I looked at that, and I said, you know, I wonder if you can do this in all 206 event. Um, and then I, started, of course, started working with MyLapse and um, saw some technologies available uh, at MyLapse that would probably be a burden for a group like Endurance Carding or most other car tracks. But we have some technologies that we use on the like the IMSA uh, and WEC level um, that I wanted to put on a go-kart um, to help manage drive times. 
uh, manage who's in the card, kind of add some value to the event in that way. Um, so we started playing with the idea of how to do this uh, in conversations with Mike at USAC, who's one of my, my customers. Yeah, we'll talk about USAC at one point for sure, but continue. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we figured out, all right, let's do a, um, a bring your own cart uh, event. Um, and then further, further fleshing it out, we decided that it might still be good to have some kind of higher cart available. Um, and we got talking to tracks and figuring out who we can work with, with a, with a importer there at the track. We started calling places like Speed Sports, um, tracks like uh, Newcastle. Um, trying to figure it out. And we ended up coming up with uh, Orlando Cart Center because Andre's relationship with OTK. Um, and so we have now have a higher cart option uh, through Tony Cart as well. And uh, so so just to, to kind of reiterate there, this program is going to be designed where you can bring your own cart because obviously you're going to get to the point where the Briggs 206 engine is going to be included in the entry fee. When you enter, you get tires and you get your engine from the from the event itself. So you can bring your own cart, whatever chassis you want. You can have, you know, you got whatever right. machine you want to bring. But you also have, it's not an arrive and drive, but you can come in and rent a cart essentially. But you get you get to keep that cart. I think that's a possibility, right? Is that is that set up that it's way? It's a possibility post-event. Um, yeah. You can take that cart home with you. Um, it's a okay. brand new cart. So it'd be like buying a car off the shelf, going racing for a year's worth of racing in an afternoon. Uh, and then taking yep. the cart home <laughs> right. at the end of it. But yeah, so, I mean, what we really tried to work on having was an equal playing field. Um, and if you let everyone bring their engines in, everyone's going to go to their engine guy and they're going to put a whole lot of work into the engine. And that's not what we were looking to do. Um, so we decided that, yeah, we would go out as the event, as the promoter of the event, buy the engines, buy the fuel, buy the tires, um, and then do an engine draw. So it'll be a pill draw that afternoon before the first practice where, You'll walk up as a team captain and you'll draw a pill and that's your engine. Um, all the engines, of course, will be teched by USAC. And uh, that way there's some, there's a lot of, you know, equal playing field for everyone. And then post-event, it's your engine. Uh, I'm not in the yeah. inventory keeping business. I, I don't have a garage to put all this stuff after the event. So whatever I give you during the event, you will keep after the event. Um, so it's a big deal. I mean, you get, if you have any tires left over, you get to keep them. Uh, whatever's left with the engine, keep it, rebuild it, use it, um, turn it into a, an animal engine or whatever you want to do with it. But it's your engine post event. Uh, I don't want it when it's over with. So take, take it away. away. I, right. I have no room for this. Um, I love that. I, I think that's great. Now, you know, you and I talked before and a, a question of course would come up to people. Oh my, oh, it's a brand new engine. Uh, do I have to break it in? You had told me before you got you yourself are going to handle that. All the engines we've broken in with a with a, a program that you guys will have set out. Correct. Uh, that was one of the ideas originally. Uh, looking at the time, okay. we, we decided oh. to actually just allow extra practice time uh, during the event. All right. Um, I like you know, it. People were asking for more track time on the Friday afternoon when they got in because actually there was no track okay. time, um, and so we were able to carve out about an hour and fifteen minutes of track time to do an engine break in and do a valve check um, there that yep. evening. That way everything's ready to go, and uh, also puts it on the teams. Um, to do it, you know, there's no you guys did it wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, you, you... Remo remove yourself from blame. Right. I like that. Good for you. Good for you. Well, the thing about the Briggs 206, too, and I've done this a couple of times, Rock Island being one. The box I did at the Rock Island and I did it at uh, the Canadian Nationals as well. Pulled an engine right out of the box, put it on the cart, and went. I think I finished fifth, and it wasn't because of the engine, it was because of me. <laughs> but that's that's the beauty of that engine, yeah, right? It's... it's out of the box, bolted on, put the whale in it. Go to yeah, work. they has a, a great it. engine package there with that 206. Yeah. It's a very hands-off yeah. uh, engine package for sure. 
Well, listen, uh, let's take a quick break here. When we come back on this edition of the Industry Insider, I'm going to get uh, TJ to talk a little bit about the association that they have with USAC Carding. That's, I think, something that's going to really kind of lend some credibility to the event. Not that TJ needs any more, <laughs> the uh, experience that he gave us. But when we get back after this break, we're going to talk about USAC. We're going to talk about entry options. And we're going to talk about kind of the format that they have set up for what will be the very first SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. Stick with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Hello, Carding fans. This is Gabby Chavez, and you're locked into the EKN Radio Network. Le Mans, Daytona, Sebring, the most legendary endurance races in the world where man and machine push the limits of physics in an attempt to beat their competition and the clock. Now you can add the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando new sack carding to your list of must-attend endurance events. This brand new 24-hour endurance race is taking place on March 29th to 31st at the Orlando Carding Center in Florida. Plus, this is an event you can do in your own cart. There are arrive and drive cart packages available in addition to OEM and bring your own cart options. All entries will receive a fresh Briggs 206 engine package, tires and fuel, and the engine is yours to take home post-race. Do not miss out on the must-attend karting endurance event of 2019. The entry deadline is February 1st, 2019. Go to 24hoursoforlando.com. That's 24hrsoforlando.com or the Facebook event page at Facebook slash 24HRS of Orlando for more information. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? The new year is upon us, and the Challenge of the Americas is the place to kick off 2019 as the premier winter karting series on the left coast. The program is entering its 12th season under the guidance of industry leader Andy Saisman and his fantastic series officials, promoting fun, exciting, and competitive racing throughout the winter months. The Challenge of the Americas is an official Rock Cup USA program, featuring all seven of the categories from Micro Rock to Rock Shifter Senior. And they also have Rock Cup International Finals tickets to award the series champions. Add in the new Tag 100cc Senior and Masters classes, all utilizing the Bridgestone tire, and the season is sure to be an exciting one. Prizes are awarded each weekend, along with entries to the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas at the end of October. The series begins at Cal Speed Karting Center on February 8th, 9th, and 10th, before heading to Arizona in the Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson on March 8th, 9th, and 10th as well. The championships will be decided once again as the program heads north to the Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma on April 5th, 6th, and 7th. Head over to challengekarting.com 
to learn more and to register today for the opening round for the entire series. It's time for the Challenge of the Americas, so let's rock. Hello, karting fans. This is Andy Saisman, and you are locked in to the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode number 16 of the Industry Insider. If you're listening on the EKN Radio Network with the initial live stream of this interview, uh, it's January the 8th, 2019, podcast number three of this season. TJ Halsma from the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando joining me, a brand new 24-hour race, full-on race carts, bring your own or rent one. 206 power plants included in the entry. I love this program. I wish I could go. I, we actually have another event that weekend. Uh, all right, TJ, let's talk format. Uh, you know, everybody's going to have an idea of what's happening. With this podcast, we're trying to educate the EKN community as quickly as possible, right? Let's bring them up to speed. So how's the weekend going to work? Let's talk about that first, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's talk about how that's going to work. Then you can talk about you know, this is how we're going to qualify. Here's the way the race is going to be run. Here's the here's some cool stuff for the starts. Uh, here's how we're going to do pit stops. Let's give me some information on exactly how this whole event's going to run over the three days. Yeah, certainly. So, you know, Friday afternoon, you can come start setting up your your pit spot. Um, uh, we have eight by uh, twelve foot pit spots for all the teams to register um, underneath the garage awnings there at OKC. Um, yep. around in the afternoon, we'll do the engine draw for those teams. Um, all the teams there in the, the field and then drivers meeting. Then of course, um, going straight into the engine break in and, you know, extra practice session that evening. Um, you know, Saturday is going to be a full throttle go, go, go type day. Um, from the moment the garage is open in the morning, uh, we'll have a team captain meeting with the stewards and then team practice will begin, which is an extra two hours of practice around 10 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Um, and directly proceeding it, this is something that I continued on from with our time at, at endurance karting was that team practice directly rolls into qualifying. Yeah, um, like so the last 20 minutes is, you know, you put your driver in, you want to qualify that cart and you go for it. Um, you know, everyone in qualifying has to scale out when they come off the track. Um, so they do have to meet a minimum weight requirement. Um, I believe we have it set at 360 pounds for the event this year. Um, okay. So when you come off the track, you have to be at weight. If you're not at weight, your times are disallowed. Um, it's not a matter of taking the second slowest speed or the third slowest lap. It's, you know, your laps are thrown out and you're starting at the back unless you can put a driver out there with the right weight. Um, and then after, you know, one or two hours after that qualifying session ends, we'll do a, a morning a race warm up, and then line them up for um, a Le Mans style uh, race start that's, the classic run across the track and, yes. and and hope you don't get your feet tangled in the pedals type. Uh, race <laughs> That's start. right. And try to tell these guys it's a 24 hour race. You don't need to race the opening lap. Yeah. Right? You know, Roger Penske's <laughs> not there um, to <laughs> sign you to a contract. So take it easy. Um, you got plenty of track time. And it's 24 hours. Don't wreck yourself. Right. I was watching. I'm sure you were. I was watching the, uh, the IMSA prototype challenge event uh, from the roar. Uh, obviously, a lot of ex Carters running in that you know event. Uh, Neil Alberico ended up end up getting the the victory with his teammate, which I thought was great. But watching these guys over the first hour beat the shit out of each other, I'm like, what are you doing, yeah. guys? It's a three hour <laughs> race. Just settle in, man. It's just I just thought it was hilarious. Now, here's a question mm-hmm. popped up in my head, and I'm sure it popped up into the heads of a lot of people that are listening. Let's talk about the weight. You're, I'm assuming four drivers, the standard. 
um, for a team? Anywhere between three and four, five? Yeah. What, what do you? Yeah, the, that's my first question. The the max on the team is five, um, and okay. that's due to my uh, timing equipment's limits. Um, yep. We have a, the driver ID on the cart can only hold up to five currently with the first iteration. Um, okay. But then, yeah, it's a it's a three hundred and sixty pound minimum weight rule across the scales when you come every off time. The track. Like, Every time, every time you every time you come off the track, you weigh. Now, okay, so that begs the question. Uh, so that if you're going to go 360, is there your pit stops? Mm-hmm. Are they a set amount of time, like five minutes? You come in for five minutes, and that's it. You fill, like, so that people can change a seat out if they want, or take some weight on and put some weight off. Is there going to be, you know, what I mean, yep. like, as at 200 and something pounds, it's going to be tough for me to race with anybody. So what's this, what's the pit stop program to, to allow people to weigh that weight out nicely? Right. So what I'm bringing down to Orlando Kart Center are some timing extra timing lines, and so we'll actually have a pit in and pit out timing line. Uh, yep. And from those lines, you have a minimum of four minutes. Um, if you go out before, you'll be brought back in. Um, that four minutes should give every team plenty of time to go across the scales, change their driver, change their weight, add their gallon of fuel. Uh, they got to change out seat inserts, plenty of time. Um, but it's just enough time that if you've messed yourself up on the track, you will lose time on the track. Um, okay. it's, it's enough time to get what you need done from the basic side done. One set of tires is that is that correct? Are you going to go one set for the whole the whole event? Correct. So we went with the Bridgestone YDS. Um, talking to Keith there, um, it, basically the longevity of the tire came into a big play, um, and they're expecting the tires to go the whole race. Um, that being said, we're going to provide an extra uh, front and an extra rear tire as a backup. Okay. Um, that way, in case you have a driver that's just abnormally aggressive on the tires um, <laughs> you, and burns them up. You still have a backup tire. I do like the fact that it's not a full set. So if you've burned up the front, you're only going to get one. So the cart's going to be a little bit upset. I, I like the tire management side of it. I think it's right. great, right? Yeah. It, Part of the strategy. You don't you don't want a driver that's over aggressive. I mean, yeah. you want a driver that's fast, but you don't want someone driving like a, a an A-hole out there on the track the whole time. No doubt. Uh, because when you put a cold tire on, especially a tire that is that hard, um, you're just losing time um, for the rest of the race. So it, it makes that driver kind of step back and go, oh, yeah, this is an endurance race. Let's set a time. Let's stay on that time. Let's not overdrive the cart. Uh, any ruling, again, question that pops into my own head, any ruling on uh, the use of radios for the event? Yeah, two-way radios are completely okay. Okay. Uh, it was one of the things that uh, USAC and I kind of butted heads on, but um, – Radios has always been an integral part of endurance racing. Yep. Um, even with a signaling tower, which OKC has, um, be able to talk your driver, coax them, especially when they're getting aggressive or having anger issues. <laughs> be able to talk them down from that cliff is important. <laughs> An anger management call. I like right. that. Right. Uh, so two-way radios um, are a big part of that. Okay. Um, for sure. You brought up USAC carding. Let's uh, let's take an opportunity now to talk about that. First off, how did that? You know, how did that come about? I know, you know, you had the motive. You know, let's before we let's back up. Talk mm-hmm. about the motive. Let's let's talk about the motivation first for starting this event. I didn't do that at the very beginning. I really wanted to ask that question. What was the motivation? I know you and I have talked about Andre being a big fan of the Grania Five Hundred mm-hmm. and wanting to have an event like that here. What was your personal, like, real motivation? I know you worked in endurance karting, but what was the real motivation? Like, was it to build an event that could be something iconic for the sport? Yeah, it was, what would it take to bring that Granja Viana or the Le Mans 24 style car to the U.S.? No one had really 
done that successfully uh, yet. Uh, like the 24 Hours of America, it's a great example. It's a great, well-run event. Chris does a great job there. Um, the same thing with Machismo. It's a great event, but all those events aren't competition cart, you know, just designed around the competition cart. Exactly, yes. Um, and I learned through my time working with Andre because Andre is one of my great customers. I mean, he's always staying at the very forefront of our technology um, that he kind of wanted to do something like this but didn't want to run it himself the first year. Um, and when the opportunity kind of presented itself, I you know started calling around and started talking to him. I was like, okay, we might have something here. Um, at that point, I started calling Mike because uh, we had kind of kicked around the idea over a brief phone call. I was like, hey, man. Um, no one knows who I am outside of my small circle of carding people here in the Southeast, but all, everyone knows who USEC is. Um, how do we hook up? You guys be the sanctioning body. You guys manage the event. And then we run this event. And if it works really well, do this again and again and again and grow it. Um, and so that's how it, how it came together. It came together over about five months of emails and phone calls and visits, but so you're uh, talking about Mike, uh, just to, just to, to point that out, uh, you're talking about Mike Burrell, of course, from, from USAC right. Carding, who has uh, worked with USAC, kind of kind of spearheaded quarterback this this carding arm for USAC, which, of course, then uh, is able to get into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with the Battle of the Brickyard. They bring back the uh, the Elkhart Grand Prix in a, in a new location, but that event's starting to grab some roots as well. Mm-hmm. And now they're working with you guys at the 24 Hours of Orlando I, Let's talk about what they're bringing to the table. We know what you're doing, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the technology that you're bringing in through my laps. But what's USAC in it? What are they going to be in charge of in terms of the event itself? So they're bringing down a, basically a full event management team. So it's uh, Rick Folks, uh, Jason Burgess, um, one or two tech uh, individuals uh, to make sure that teams are staying within the rules. Um, you know, some scale guys, and then also flagging corner marshal um, support. And so they're, uh, yeah, they're bringing it all down. That's great. They're bringing it down. Um, and, you know, it takes a huge load off of my mind because I know they'll do a great job. I saw how they worked at Brickyard last year. Um, that event was very well run. Um, so, it, you know, it, it, by taking that burden away from me, I can focus on getting more entries for the event. Speaking with TJ Hallsma here on the EKN Radio Network, the essentially promoter of the new SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando, an awesome 24-hour event planned for March the 29th to 30th at the Orlando Karting Center. 24 hours of racing, Briggs 206 power, bring your own cart or, or rent one. Uh, let's talk a bit about uh, the entry options now in terms of how much it's going to cost. We've talked about the fact that you can bring your own cart, TJ. You can rent one from the guys at, uh, at Orlando, Orlando Karting Center. They're going to have uh, Tony carts available to rent or essentially rent to own. What's the entry? How, what, what are we talking about? How much to enter? It's a 24-hour event, anywhere between like three and five drivers. What's it going to cost? What's, uh, what's included in the entry cost? Yeah, so the bring-your-own-cart chassis, um, that entry fee seems to be the most popular right now. Um, it's a $3,000 entry, uh, $600 deposit is included in that. And it includes your engine package, which is your engine, uh, basically the full thing with the RLV pipe, the, uh, the, the Hilliard, uh, the flame clutch, the chain, the sprocket, basically everything you need to go is included in the engine. Um, your tires, your fuel, um, then we'll do you know things like a goodie bag with the t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, 
the second option is if you don't want to travel with a cart down or you don't have a cart, but you're, you you have some racing experience and you want to come to those balls of the walls, 24 hour event. We have um, higher carts available through Orlando cart center. It's a $5,300 entry. Um, it's a prepped cart. Uh, it'll be basically ready for you when you guys arrive. Uh, and there will be mechanics available to assist uh, throughout the weekend. So um, you really don't even have to bring tools down, to be honest. You can lean on the mechanics there uh, to help in case you have a, have a big one out there on the track. You know what? Obviously, it's, it's a big number to start. But when I'm, when I'm thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, but you get the whole engine package. It's four drivers each. We're talking at the very least, well, let's say very likely four drivers if you're four. Six hours of track time during the race itself. Mm-hmm. The Friday practice session, the two hours of pre-race, like the amount of track time. And just the experience for the cost, I think, uh, wow, what a great value, dude. This is, I, I like the number. I think it's fantastic. It's, uh, I'm not surprised. We'll talk more about how many teams you already have signed up, which I think is cool because Cole and I always talk on any of our broadcasts that numbers breed numbers. And you, yeah, people don't know enough about it yet. That's why we're getting on the podcast to kind of, you know, again, we're what, two months away from the event, a month, month and a half away from being able to get entered. Um Man, that's, I love that program. I think it sounds fantastic. Are you uh, are you excited so far in terms of uh, just the way the package has come together? You know, I, you can sit down in all the work you've done and you're penning stuff out, you're picking numbers. And until you, you know, until we first hooked up and we got the, you know, got the press release on EKN and we started pushing this thing out there, you really had no idea what you were going to get in terms of feedback, right? right? How, what are your thoughts right now? Before we jump in and talk more about your t- title sponsor, about how things are going, how do you feel as a promoter coming out of the box really, you know, maybe a month, month and a half? Uh, out? I was absolutely blown away. Um, I thought for sure, you know, a first time event, um, even if it's at a great facility like Orlando card center, uh, I thought we would be struggling to get people to come and register. Um, but it's, it's been looked at very openly by the community. Um, everyone I've talked to, they're, you know, nodding their head. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Let's do this. Um, so being where we are right now, like I said earlier, if you would have told me this in you know March that we'd be where we are right now, I would tell you you were a liar. <laughs> I love it. That's great. All right, guys, stay with us here on the EKN Radio Network. We come back after this break. TJ is going to talk a little bit about the title sponsor they were able to sign up. We're going to talk about how that partnership came together and what it's going to bring to the table. And then we're going to do a bit of an update. Um, the number of teams. You wait to hear how many teams are already signed up because you're, you're going to look at that date in March and go, okay. I got to go down there now. We got a couple other things that are going to happen that, that he's got put together. So a lot more to come as we're just uh, maybe a little past the halfway point here on episode number 16 of the Industry Insider, TJ Halsma from the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando joining us here today. Stick with us. Lots more to come. Hello, karting fans. This is IndyCar driver Zach Veach, and you're locked into the EKN Radio Network. Cartlift has been designing, engineering, and building innovative cart stands since 2003. Our flagship model Winchlift LT is the motorized workhorse of our cart stand lineup and should be the foundation of your karting program. When it comes to test days or race days, the Winchlift is an invaluable tool that allows you to head to the track to test and tune anytime, knowing that your cart will easily be lifted with the press of a button. Add our innovative winch stacker, and now you can double stack two carts on top of a folded down winch lift, saving space in your trailer or garage. If a lifting cart stand isn't for you, then one of our traditional folding scissor stands, double or triple stacker stands, or upright stand should fill the need. 
Every one of our card stands features flat-free wheels and casters and a durable powder coat finish. Check out our full stand lineup as well as our chassis skid plates, tire changers, and accessories at cartlift.com. That's www.cartlift.com. As a world leader in personal racing safety products with a sales and service staff and dealer network unmatched in motorsports, Simpson Performance Products is now the official North American distributor for Stilo helmets. In addition to their wildly popular auto racing helmets, Stilo is extremely excited to have made their move into the karting community with a pair of stellar options. Stilo has two helmets designed and manufactured specifically for karting. The Stilo ST5 CMR 2016 for kids and the Stilo ST5 Kart Snell K 2015 adult karting helmet. The company's karting helmets are directly derived from Stilo's auto racing helmets that are so popular at the top levels of racing. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels as well as Stilo's lightweight construction and unparalleled field of vision, a crucial attribute for karting. For more information on Stilo, check them out at simpsonperformanceproducts.com slash Stilo or by following them on social media at Stilo USA. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tent, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. Alan Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, Austin Versteeg, and Sabre Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. This is Chris Wheeler, and you're listening to the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to episode number 16 of the Industry Insider here on the EKN Radio Network. Again, my name is Rob Howden, joined by TJ Halsma from the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. Talked a lot about the motivation behind the event, uh, kind of the way that things going to roll out, a lot of the specs. Uh, one of the big announcements, TJ, uh, happened just recently, of course. You, you launched this event, you get things rolling. But then you come back and you've signed a title sponsor in SimCraft. Give us some insight right now, all those listening to the podcast or here on the EKN Radio Network. Who is SimCraft? 
What do they bring into the table? Give us give us kind of an overview of, of the new partner you have. So uh, SimCraft Motion Simulators, um, they make custom, basically gaming simulators for motorsports. Um, I haven't seen or driven in a simulator that has felt more real. Um, wow. Okay, they are multi-axis movement uh, rigs. Um, they can go all the way from just a simple yaw machine to you know, you know, four, five, six axes axes of, of movement. Um, wow. And when you couple that with VR, um, you know, outside of not hurting yourself when you crash, it's very close to the very, I mean, it's, it's the real thing. Um, and I've known the guys there for a while. They uh, demoed a rig of theirs at my trampoline park. Um, so that's where my okay. friendship with them began. They're actually based here in Atlanta uh, and they have a great, relationship with those in motorsports already so it kind of seemed like a no-brainer let's get them to come out let's get them to put some of their pro drivers in a cart to come race against and uh and have that great uh great synergy between the two of us well yeah i love the fact if, if they're gonna are they gonna put uh at least one other simulators track side for people to, to test out for the, throughout the weekend correct they're, they're um, gonna bring one down at least one yeah. um they might bring down a yaw machine too which is probably better for carters um, you can put your car chassis on the yaw machine and really, and yeah, oh yeah, they have a lot of flexibility in what they can do for you. Um, oh, if you wow. have a an old form of the Mazda tub, they can make a rig for that form of the Mazda tub, so they can do <laughs> a lot out of their Atlanta office. Wow, we'll uh, we'll look more about Syncraft. That's pretty cool. Um, again, just Google them online, folks. You can learn more about them. Um, so that's great. So coming to the event, you got a title sponsor, which is fantastic. Uh, all right, let's. Let's move now into some updating of what's going on for the event, because I think this is super cool. Let's first start, and I kind of, you know, I teased it early before the break. Let's talk about the number of teams. And let me preface this with the fact that I've been doing this for 25 years now. And there have been some of these endurance events that have come and gone. You know, there's endurance events that have come, 10,000 to win, and then not enough guys show up, and they forfeit the money. I remember one started and they actually i think they only had like six or seven teams i think they actually paid the money up but nobody came some we and you know this tj obviously when you were trying to find a date Mm -hmm. there's probably three or four races every weekend of you know all year long somewhere in the country it's it's there's so much racing going on nowadays so it's hard to find a date but you guys obviously have found some momentum already talk a little bit about pre-entry numbers right now as we turn the clock onto 2019 you guys are rocking already yeah, uh, right now we have 20 deposited entries. Wow. Um, some of them already paid in full, which is great for me because I go buy the en- <laughs> engines and tires and those kind of things. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're at 20 right now. Uh, for the first year, you know, we were hoping 2025. So that fact, we're already at 20 with a month, month and a half to go. Um, it's great. Uh, maybe we can get 30. Maybe we can get 35. Maybe you uh, get 40. I want 40. That's, it, man, that's 20. 20- if we get, yeah, if we get 40, I'll go buy Tag Heuer's uh, for the winners, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's it's, cool. Uh, it's, it's a good place to be right now. I mean, 20 entries, that's a lot of racing already. Um, so the more you add in, just adds more to the event. I'm hoping, I'm hoping here real soon we'll start getting some of the OEMs um, involved. Yep. Right now, Praga, North America, um, they jumped on early, early on and entered two cool. entries. Um, yep. So they'll be bringing their 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 driver lineups down so they're hot shoes um and then uh you know we have a crg is helping out the nola team so that's uh that's great for them to come out and you know showcase one of their new cards as well 
Well, let's let's issue the official challenge on the EKN Radio Network to uh, all the importers and OEMs in this country, folks. Let's uh, uh, who do we want? We want to see Margay. We want to see Coyote. We want to see MGM. We want to see uh, Burrell. Let's see Ricardo. Who else? Throw some other names out there. Let's let's get some guys down here. Yeah, that's you, what we want. Right? TB cart, you know. Uh, TB cart, Comet Eagle, DRT on the DR cart. Let's go. Right, exactly. So. <laughs> challenge bring, bring your best drivers and you know showcase your best cart and i mean a 24-hour race is a great place to showcase how sturdy and well-built your carts are to begin with and nice. uh yeah i mean it's the idea is to make this a race it's it's not for um it's not a everyone walks home with a trophy type event uh yeah. we're only gonna be giving out trophies to the top three in each class and the top three overall and uh it's it's uh you know it's 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 going to be a tough race for sure, and uh, you want to make sure you have a driver lineup that can can handle it and uh, and go for the win. Yeah, I, li- I like the challenge. I want to see the guys, you know, the Franklin guys, or some at least some drivers on a Merlin down there as well. I said the Comet Eagle. Let's let's see some hot rods down there. I like this. Now, here's the thing, and for me, and I, I'd like to see forty. You want to see thirty, whatever it may be. The bottom line is, at twenty, it's a legitimate event already, right? You know what I mean? Like it's, it, I'm sure that you would have said, okay, we did 10 entries for the first time, man, you know, we're going to lose money, but maybe we'll, you know, we'll, we're going to do this and make sure we get momentum for next year. 20 carts is a legitimate endurance race out of the box. Right. It, it's, and you know what I mean? We're still a month and a half out on, if you bring your own cart, about a month and a half, right? You can still enter, but of course enter quickly. Yeah. Um, but like, it's a legitimate event now which I think is key. Yeah, and you touched on the scheduling aspect earlier. Um, you know, we're, we're right after Rock Cup uh, finishes up their, their winter series, um, and they're running 206s at Ocala the weekend prior. Um, so it would be a great just keep your carts in town, come on down one week the next weekend. Um, but, you know, obviously the scheduling is important, and that's what a lot of these guys are waiting on is where their budgets sit after the winter series, and they'll come down. And they're all saying yes. I mean, if I had every yes say they're racing, we'd have 50 carts right now. Um, <laughs> but they're all seeing where they sit coming through the winter, and they're trying to get their deposits as quickly as possible. It's such a super affordable deal, though. As I said, you know, you're talking four drivers. Uh, you get to keep the engine. Like, the, the, the numbers are amazing. Fantastic. Now, here, what I do want to do as well, I want to give you an opportunity a bit to talk about some of the technology you're bringing in. Number one, my laps. You mentioned You kind of gave me some of the information when we've talked. Talk a little bit about what you're doing with my laps in terms of the different drivers that are going to be racing and how you're going to be able to kind of handle those who may be following on live timing. Yeah, for sure. So um, one of the reasons we picked Orlando Card Center, like I said, is Andre's always been at the forefront of what we had available from my company's standpoint. Yeah. Um, the tracks already has multi-sectors. Um, and when trying to find a track to bring uh, or what was a, a new my laps driver ID, uh, which is really designed for... Uh, the WRLs, the AERs, the chump cars, um, but also the the Pirelli World Challenges um, and bring that and put that in a go-kart. And what it allows us to do is track who the driver is because they, yes. they have a number that associates to who they are in the timing yep. scoring system. Uh, and you can cycle through those numbers um, to whoever you are. So if you're driver three, you cycle to where it says three on the driver ID uh, and it starts tracking you. Um, what it's going to allow us to do is track who's out on track, how long they've driven. Um, you know, if we start having a problem with one driver on a team, we will know who that driver is and we can keep a log of that. 
Um, and that way, when that driver, if they driver should, for some other reason, exceed the number of black flags, we can talk to that driver individually and go, hey, look, you're causing a lot of incidents and not be hunting down through the whole team. Going, hey, who was out there an hour ago? Yeah, uh, exactly. Now, on with what you will be seeing on live timing, will they will it then cycle through to the driver actually of record at that time? Correct. Yeah, it'll show who's on there right then and there. So you know, I like that. your That's cousins, great. your cousins, aunts, mom at home, they they see when you're in the cart. Um, in addition to the the timing, uh, the on track timing, we're doing a uh, motorsports app um, for the event. Uh, our company does apps for uh, big marathons, uh, big running events, but not really yep. so much on the motorsports side. So we're going to try to do one uh, for the race, and like uh, all you know, everyone have a driver's bio. They can click on and see all this information on a cell phone app. Nice. Um, so it's going to be trying to push some technology limits of what we can do, but that's what why I kind of hopped up the opportunity to do this. Cause like, I got a lot of cool stuff I can bring from the <laughs> this race. So it's been fun for sure. Yeah. It's not about the race. It's just about the technology for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I get the kicks and giggles out of the technology. That's honest. right. I like it. So, okay. So obviously, you know, great to have you guys working with us at ecardingnews.com. We'll have a full race report, photos, you name it, uh, following the event. One of the cool things you, you just told me is you're actually putting together a live stream package as well. Talk about that a little bit about the, the coverage you're going to have throughout the 24 hours. Yeah. So when doing an event like this and it's a, try to make it a world renowned event, even though it's the first year of doing it, I was like, all right, what can I do that's different? Gives it some pop, makes it, makes it a little bit more important. And I was like, all right, I need to have a, a broadcaster. I need to have a broadcaster for this event. And so I started looking through the options and then I found out one of my friends from Sim Racing was starting a broadcasting company. Um, so, uh, basically we're signed up with, uh, driver's eye, uh, live. It's a brand new company. Um, they're going to have, uh, four, four or five stationary cameras, but it'll have the scroll, uh, live timing, scoring scroll. Uh, the really cool thing that I was excited about what they're bringing to the table is I can have onboard cameras, wow. uh, you know, utilizing some of the GoPro, uh, technology, uh, have some onboard cameras. So SimCraft for sure, as a title sponsor, will have a onboard camera. So you can, you can ride on board with uh, whoever the pro driver is that SimCraft decides to bring to the lineup, uh, whoever, if it's Jordan Taylor or uh, anybody else that is on the car, you both follow on while they're driving. Uh, but then also we're working to get a uh, live camera on the Racing for Children's cart. Um, okay. It's a charity cart that's in the event um, that's working for the Children's Hospital for Birmingham. So we like to do a good camera with them so you can follow on their car and all their sponsors can get some exposure out of that as well. I like that. That's exciting. That's uh, something new. And again, you know, everything you're putting together, every building block that you kind of have put into place is all about trying to turn this race into like one of the iconic annual events. You know, we've got the Supernats, we've got Rock Island Grand Prix, you know, Streets of Lancaster starting to get that way. The Battle of Brickyard. There's just, there's these events that are really starting to come in and, and be, you know, core events, those iconic events that we're going to have as part of the foundation of the sport. And I think you're definitely on the uh, on the right track right now with the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. I'm excited to see who you get. You know, it's 20 teams so far. And as I said, numbers breed numbers. Now, anybody who's going to enter now are like, you know what, this is a, you know, I know I'm going to be racing against a bunch of dudes. There's going to be a lot of guys on this racetrack. This sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, any... Who, who do you know who's coming? Is one of the Taylor brothers, are they going to be there? Are, they, are both guys going to come, or what's going to happen? I actually have a meeting with SimCraft here tonight okay. to figure out who they are bringing. Um, you know, we've heard rumors, 
that uh, you know an old Formula One driver would race, but they uh, haven't confirmed yet. <laughs> they've always just they've just been on the fence. I don't yep. know if they're waiting for twenty five entries or thirty entries to come in, but yep. um, you know we have stunt drivers out there. There's a team with a, a stunt driver that that works on Bitchabitch Productions Racing. Nice. Um, we got guys coming from New Hampshire, guys coming from Canada, Colorado. Um, and all of them have, you know, karting experience and it's, you know, out racing out there with, you know, a, a team builder that they don't know what they're doing out there. Everyone <laughs> out there has some level you. of karting experience. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic event. Now, okay, let's, uh, let's jump in real quick here, TJ. If people want to learn more about the 24 hours of Orlando, give me the whole lineup. Obviously people are going to want to, you know, go to the website, whatever it may be. Just give me the whole dollop of where they follow on social media you know, wrap it up with your phone number and your email. Let's give yep. all the information to make sure that they can get a hold of you. Yeah. So the registration page is uh, Orlando 24 uh, dot dot com. Uh, they're a new registration company that I'm partnered with and uh, they've been doing a great job. Um, you can find it on the Facebook, uh, the SimCraft 24 hours of Orlando and it's hours, which is a HRS. Um, so 24 HRS of Orlando. And uh, if you need to contact me directly, I'd say text me first because the telemarketers are driving me crazy right now. But you can reach me in my cell directly, uh, which is 770-851-8175. And then if you want to email me, uh, it's just tjhalsema at Gmail. And my last name is H-A-L-S-E-M-A. One thing we'll do for sure, of course, if you're uh, tuning in on the EKN Radio Network, we'll have had this posted up on eCarding News as well. We'll have all the tags in there. You'll be able to just click and head right over to uh, their Facebook page. Give it a follow for sure. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those events that uh, that's going to take root very, very quickly. And, you know, you see some of these races where they come out of the box and they've got 100 or whatever it may be, an event 150. Well, the next year, it's 200 to 250. I think that the Cup Carts North America event their Grand National they put on at Newcastle last September. I want to say it was like 150 the first year. They were just over 200 this year. I expect, you know, 250 uh, in 2019 when they moved to the first week of October. I think that's, you know, word of mouth gets going around and, and people think, you know, things just start to take off. But TJ, 20 uh, teams thus far, let's remind people. So if you want to rent a cart, I think you told me before we came on here, Give me the timeline of when you have. Let's I, people don't want to miss this. So remember, it's January the eighth. If you're listening to this in podcast form, know that it's the eighth now. So you know, extrapolate down the line. What are the what are the the dates that people need to get entered, especially if they're trying to rent a cart? Yeah. So if you're trying to rent a cart, um, the first week of February is you know almost the drop dead date on that one. Andre's got to do a lot of prep on these carts, and I don't want him scrambling at the last minute. Um, that would be kind of poor as a partner to do that to him. So um, first week of February, we got to know what, if you're going to bring, you know, if you're going to hire a cart from from them. Uh, and then if you're going to bring your cart, you know, just a little bit more flexible in the time frame. Uh, but we had an absolute last second, you know, the last day of February um, to if you're going to bring your own cart. All right. What about room for uh, RVs? I would, I would assume we're going to see a couple of RVs down there, tents with cots, whatever it may be. Is there, is there enough room to roll an RV in there? We're, we're working on the parking situation right now. Um, you know, Orlando right now, there's some, some semi cabs sitting in half the parking lot. Um, so trying to figure out how we can accommodate RVs. Um, also, I'm just working on with the Orlando tourism board, see if we can get some, um, some hotel specials. Uh, you know, that yeah. week's a tough week as we talk about scheduling, 
that's spring break for a majority of the northern states. So Orlando kind of looks at our event and goes, that's cool. There's a lot of people coming anyways. Um, but, uh, you know, good great reason to also come down is you can just spring break say, spin it. The, that's right. I was going to spin the positive, yeah. man. You go, uh, <laughs> come down. Racing, go to the beach. Go, go to the beach, or go to Universal, or go to Disney World. Um, yeah. Bring the whole family. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's we're we're getting there for sure, and uh, it'll be a good one. Um, wish you guys could come and race, but I know you guys are going to yeah. get uh, WK up at uh, GoPro. But yeah. maybe next year, or maybe this uh, this winter, depending on how we schedule the event for next year. We'll see. We would love that. I, I know that uh, David Cole and I, we, we keep talking about trying to run one together. We were looking at the RoboPong 200 a couple years ago, and I always had a, a conflict, and I wasn't able to get down. And then again, they ran another one this year that David and I were talking about, but I kind of ran out of days to be able to get down there. I would love to be able to run this race. This is something that, that I'd love to do. We did the uh, Machismo 10-hour, I, I think it was back in the early 2000s, maybe mid-2000s. Uh, we love that. We had a blast at that event. I think it was Oh, seven or something like that. Uh, but this would be a lot of fun. Now, final thoughts, TJ, you, you got to be happy with the way things are going right now. Good numbers. You got a great partner, an awesome venue to be at. You sign a, uh, you know, a, a title sponsor that's bringing a team and there's just a lot of momentum, I think right now for this event. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just, I'm truly blessed. It's come together the way it has. Um, you know, you, you, as a promoter, you stress a lot. Um, yeah. There's a lot of money on the line. Um, from your side of it but to get to where we are in the amount of time um, to give you an idea the when we worked at endurance karting uh 24 hour we tried to give it at least 10 months of prep time uh i think we announced this in september uh so really tight time schedule so the fact that we are where we are right now is outstanding well, folks, there is a new event coming. It's called the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. 20 teams already entered. Uh, again, March the 29th to 31st, uh, uh, Orlando Karting Center. Bring your own chassis. Bolt on the 206 Briggs power plant that comes with the entry. Set of tires as well. Uh, but six tires in total because there's a, f- a front spare and a rear spare. This thing is going to be awesome. We uh, laid down a bit of a challenge. There's uh, a number of uh, teams that are coming in already, Praga North America being one of them. But again, we'd love to see teams come in from all the major four-cycle teams, the uh, the manufacturers and importers. A lot of great chassis out there with a chance to put uh, their name up front on an event that uh, will most definitely get top story positioning here on eCardingNews.com. TJ, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Can't wait, folks. Uh, I'd love to be down there, but uh, if you have the opening weekend, make sure you do it as well. 20 teams already lined up for the inaugural running of the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando, March 29th to 31st, 2019. Great having TJ Halsma with us here. Folks, this is episode number 16 of the Industry Insider. We thank you so much for joining us here on the EKN Radio Network. Of course, the very first stream of every podcast we do live on the network 24-7. We play it for at least uh, 24 hours to give everybody a a chance to tune in. Otherwise, it moves to the podcast on-demand format, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and we've added Spotify as well. We want to thank you so much for joining us again, folks. Uh, It's been great so far. Third podcast into the 2019 season, well on the way to meet the target of 100. Again, my name, Rob Howden. Thank you so much for joining us on the EKN Radio Network. Bye for now.